Hi, I'm Kenita, and welcome to Black Imagination, where Antoine and I open up our Black space to our Black and Brown friends doing dope things in Milwaukee's arts and culture scene and beyond. Black Imagination is a part of the Imagine MKE Podcast Network. Are your candles lit? Is your incense burning? Time to keep it 100. And now, here's Black Imagination. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Black Imagination. I'm Antoine Carter, and I'm here with my colleague and professional BFF, Kanita Hickman. How are you? <laughs> hey, Twan. Um, I like the professional BFF. I am glad to be back in conversation with you. It's been a while since we've since we've done this. Yes, yes. Our last recordings were in the early. February. And it's wow. Been yeah, it's been a while. It's been a lot going on since then. Anything you care to share about what was going on since then? I mean, my life has been pretty regular degular. I feel like I have been living my life, my work life, in certain aspects in response to you. I feel like you've got way more to update the people on. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. So should I start? Yes, you should. We should. I mean, let's let's talk. Let's back up and say welcome to Black Imagination. Officially, we have been on hiatus for a little bit and um, we just thought it might be best to re-enter the space of our dope black spot uh, by just taking some time for two dope black people to talk. So me and Antoine, we going to catch up on what's been going on. Um, we can talk a little bit about work groups. I mean, in the, in the past quarter, we both had work group meetings, so we can talk a little bit about that. Um, but you know me, I'm always interested in people versus, I know the work is gonna get done. I'm concerned about where we are as people. So why don't you tell folks what's been going on with you? Okay, I'll give you guys a, a timeline in Early February, um, I was starting to feel really fatigued. Um, I was really moody and irritable. And that's not really me. I'm a pretty positive and even-keeled guy. Um, I also had this immense thirst. And it just lasted for, it just feel like two weeks. It was just this feeling where... I was really thirsty and I would drink water and it wouldn't quench it at all. Um, one thing I remember having is like crazy, like I wouldn't, wasn't able to like build saliva and it all came to a, like a head on Valentine's day um, where I just felt terrible. Just didn't do anything on Valentine's day. And um, my lovely wife, decided that she couldn't see me moping around like this anymore and took me to the hospital um, to kind of see what was wrong. And probably within 10 minutes, <laughs> they immediately noticed that my blood sugar levels were ridiculous and that I was a diabetic. So now I want to pause Antoine here. I forgot to mention oh. that while he's telling his story, I am going to be interjecting my thoughts which is him feeling fatigue and all this like 
I'll say as his professional BFF, I did not know this. And me and Antoine, you know, we try to keep this black energy going <laughs> throughout the day. So we are texting, themes chatting, calling each other. It's usually me calling him um, throughout the day, but he always answers. Um, so I, I had no idea that he was even experiencing these things because I immediately would have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now let's have some conversations where's your wife? I need to talk to her because we need a plan going, right? So Antoine's going through these things. And while Antoine is doing this, he's still working at the same energy level and pace that he's always been working in. And I think this is kind of really important to note. As I was thinking about us preparing for this podcast, I was thinking about the fact that really for the past year, Keep in mind, Antoine only came to our office on Mondays and Fridays. I only saw him twice a week anyways. But we've all been in, a pand- in the pandemic working from home since early March. So even right now, I only see Antoine from his shoulders up. <laughs> so I couldn't, I couldn't even tell if something was wrong, if he was losing weight, if he was gaining weight, like... I couldn't, I wouldn't have known, right? Okay, that's that's that. Go ahead, Antoine. Yeah, and now that I'm thinking about it, like there would be, so I would have to generate and muster all the energy I had inside of me to project that I was normal and okay during a meeting. And then afterwards, I would be wiped out. And that's so crazy to me. I mean, I get it, right? Like as a, I mean, we own black imagination, so let's do it. Um, I think as black people, I think as black people of color, we are often putting ourselves in that place where it's, we got to muster through, we got to power through, I've got to show my best self, I've got to be normal if I'm not. Like, I don't want to retell an Antoine business, but I'm into I mean, with everything that he had experienced in 2020, the loss of his um, father, which we talked about on the podcast, so I don't feel bad repeating that, Um, the loss of his aunt, Mm -hmm. who we also talked about on the podcast, we did a whole episode just really memorializing them and their contribution to the world. Um, Like, to have all of that going on, and then, and Antoine was still coming to work. So I don't even think Antoine took off from work um or took off from the pace of work that he was working and I, again like talking with other black people especially now during the pandemic we've all kind of talked about how well just people in general we've all talked about how it feels like we are working way way more than we've ever worked before and we don't understand why we are so much more mentally drained and physically drained and mm-hmm. and all of that so even hearing Antoine say this like I didn't know that. Like there are, yeah. I mean, and I struggle with that. I've come to meetings with my satin bonnet and a bathrobe because that's all the energy I could muster. And for a while I was trying to portray this image of normalcy, but I would say over the past couple of months, I've just had to give that up. We've had staff meetings where I'm like, you know what? Your girl's not good. And here's what's going down. And Um, I will say that Antoine has not allowed himself that space. So 
Antoine, I don't know if I cut him off before he said told the the killer, but let me just let me just say this. Antoine was almost in a diabetic coma. Yeah. And that's when I was like, what in the what? How is he almost in a diabetic coma? And how it came to us was Antoine's going to take some time off of work starting yesterday. And it was like, what? What are you talking about? Diabetic coma. What are you talking about? Antoine almost died in the hospital. So if we're going to tell a story, I'm just, I'm just here to fill in. Yeah, the it got real. Because- it got real. So I lost maybe 15 to 20 pounds and I'm not a, a heavy guy. So, so I'll start losing weight and it was just really, really bad. I was in really, really bad shape. So I was in the hospital for almost a week. Okay. Now this is my first time hearing that. And yeah. I almost cussed, but I forgot I was at work and I, we can't do yeah, that. Yeah. Because podcast. I was so, so I was dehydrated I was just like, they had to get me level and then address the diabetes. So it was a lot of, uh, let's say uh, the health department, like the health system right now has a lot of my blood and they've been doing a lot of testing. So Uh, let me ask you this so that our listeners can kind of, and just for my own sense of understanding where we're at in this. So as you're feeling the fatigue, as you're finding yourself having to find the energy to get through a staff meeting or a meeting with a community member, were you sharing this with other people? Were you talking about this with Alexis? Were you talking about this with your mom? Or were you just internalizing and pushing it through? Oh, I was definitely internalizing. I think, uh, I think in kind of reflecting back on myself, I... I try to thug it out a lot. And for those who don't know what thug it out means, I just it just means to to try to endure through um, and try not to complain. And I think in that I really only made things worse for myself. Um, but it was really hard to tell what was going on because like I knew I was tired, but I didn't know like I didn't know why. And I was using the bathroom a lot. And I was like, man, like it is because I'm drinking a lot of water because I'm trying to quench this thirst. So maybe that's what it is. But like all of these things started to come and it was like, man, it's just I'm feeling really, really bad. But I I kept all of that inside for Mm -hmm. sure. Like and it was to my detriment. It was it was really to my detriment thinking back because maybe if I would have like even before all this stuff I didn't even talk to my primary care doctor Mm. like I I was just a a active person who thought he was invincible and didn't necessarily check in as periodically as I should have to keep people in the loop and like my mom and my dad have diabetes so I should have been a little more alert about it But one thing that I did do is I just told myself that I'm not going to be um, on the wrong side of diabetes. Um, So as soon as I got out the hospital, I was doing yoga the next morning and just trying to build healthy habits when I was on that break, because quite frankly, I couldn't have came back to work. I, I it was hard for me to live life 
that next week, let alone having to worry about deadlines and meetings and appointments and and partnerships. It was it was hard just it was hard watching TV like my my focus and my energy was so off that like I couldn't even stay focused watching a like a like an episode of Martin. So like even in that sense, I had to like start watching TV a little more to learn how to focus and then stretch it out to like movies. Cause like, I wasn't like, I forced myself to watch these little things with Denzel Washington. And it took me like three days to watch it. It took me three days to watch a movie. (laughs) And, And I felt like my frequency was like just really up and down. And as, as I'm just learning how to, eat better and kind of figuring out the strategy of diabetes things, the vibration started to get a little less wild and started to smooth out and even and flatten out kind of like diabetes itself. So it took me like two and a half weeks before, like I even felt comfortable, like being in front of a computer because it was just wild. Like I couldn't stay focused. It was just, it felt like a, I guess my body was recovering and even like develop getting energy back and stuff like it was a lot going on. But well, I want to tell you that, I mean, it takes me about three, four days to get through a movie, too. Um, I was just journaling yesterday about my inability to just focus to write. It took me so much energy Mm -hmm. to get off the couch and journal. And then I started journaling and then I had a to-do list on the side. And then I started working on other projects. It took me forever to just be able to sit with my thoughts and be able to get it all out. Now, when we talk about diabetes and I don't know how deep in the diabetes research you are, but people typically think of diabetes as being, we know there's two types. Mm -hmm. There's the one that people typically associate with being super overweight and I may be like over like under oversimplifying that but then there's this other one that like my ex-boyfriend had and like Holly Berry has right and so like explain to folks what whether it's like diabetes one or two or like what what is it so based on the research and I am not a medical professional but I am a google expert um So diabetes is like, basically, there is a overall issue in your body where the the sugars and all the things that you eat have trouble becoming glucose and spreading to the rest of the body. Mm. And so it stays in your blood. And because you have so much sugar in your blood, you sort of lose circulation, your vision starts to be blurry, you start to become really thirsty, like all the things that were happening to me. And then there's, so there's two types of diabetes. Type one is generally like known for like as being juvenile diabetes. So like Lil Boosie, Lil Boosie, he got juvenile diabetes. And for that one, um, it's basically, and all this comes down to your pancreas. Um, And so what I've learned is that type one is that your body is unable, your pancreas is unable to take the food 
and all of the fuel that you give it and properly turn it into glucose and spread it throughout your body. And so with type one, usually it's with kids and it is something where a where insulin is your only option because it doesn't work at all. Type two is what most people generally have. And that is when your pancreas can still make insulin and the things that allow your blood sugars to spread out through your body and not stay in your blood. But your pancreas isn't working at full capacity. So like instead of, so type one is it's working at 0% and you can't get anything at all. Type two is it may be working at, you know, 50% and the other half needs more support to make your body more insulin resistant because the more insulin resistant you are, the better you are at um, transporting that sugar throughout your body. I'm, I've been learning. So I had to, I work better when I understand what's going on. So um, even learning how to eat, I was, I had to, so for me, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go to like extreme, but mind you, I'm not a bad eater. I've been mostly active my life. I think minus my Achilles injury, I've been mostly active. I think the mix of COVID stress and activity, not like the hustle and bustle of going to meetings everywhere and, you know, driving around and helping out with projects, those sort of movements and that sort of action seem to have been things that were saving my life. <laughs> and, um, and so now I've just kind of dedicated myself to, to eating healthy, not like tofu and stuff, but just smart about my food It's mostly carbs. Like I can eat candy. I can only eat one piece though, or I can eat a serving size. Like I have to pay attention to the labels mm -hmm. and figure out how many carbs. Cause people look at sugars on the kind of nutritional thing, but it's really the carbs. Like, because carbs become turning to sugar. Sugar just turns into sugar just turns into energy and disappears. But that step of the carbs turning into sugar raises those levels. So you always have to be mindful of that. Um, but I can tell you guys that um, I'm doing a lot better. Um, my doctors are calling me a star patient. Um, and Everything just seems to be going for the better. My medications will soon be different. So that is a good thing. And um, I'm just trying to take it in stride. Um, well, I want to ask you about the balance of work and the reprioritizing that you had to do to now make eating and food prep and exercise a priority. So Antoine will do these random check-ins with me where he'll be like, I've been doing yoga every day. And it's like... Okay, I haven't. I probably should. But I find that it's so difficult. Um, I struggle with finding the space to get it done because when I when I get done at work, so yesterday was work group. And it took a it was a it was a it was a pretty heavy lift, I think, to get to work group and to get through the work group meeting. Um, but I was drained after that. I think I had a brief some brief conversation with David 
But my mind was like kaputs. I wasn't doing no Pilates. I wasn't doing any of that. And and getting back to this idea of focus, I was up all night, like couldn't get my brain to like shut down. So you go to bed at one, two o'clock in the morning, alarm goes off at five. You're like, nah, pass. Now you up at eight, like literally. So for our listeners, my first few meetings this morning, I was not dressed, had not showered. Like I literally showered and put on clothes right before (laughs) we hopped on to record. Um, It just feels like my time is not really my time. So I'm curious about what you would tell our listeners in terms of um, what are some best practices that you had to put into place to make sure now that you're able to do this shift? Um, I had to kind of look at my routine and figure out what are things that may have to be adjusted so that I can be consistent with this. Cause like I do call you a lot and tell you about my yoga, but I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta do, I have to be active forever now in order to, to fight the threat of this diabetes getting worse. So I have to be active. And one thing that I realized was like, I'm, I'm an early riser. Like I wake up very early. I brag about that in our office meetings that like I wake up before six o'clock most of the time without an alarm clock. When I was just normally up watching talk radio or watching episode the night before episode of like the Colbert, like late night with Stephen Colbert or the Daily Show. Now I'm taking that time to do this yoga. So I do yoga probably around six in the morning because I'm because I know that's something that in my routine I had time I had space for. Um, so I really start my mornings off. Uh, most people, the folks in my house are usually still asleep. So it's like me time. I get to do that take a shower and by the time I'm ready, everyone else is starting to wake up and I'm able to kind of, I, it's like I slid it into my life without it really being an impact. And then even things like like walking more, I think with with the world opening up a little more, I think opportunities to go on walks and things like that. Like I'm not, I'm not joining fear, shout out to uh, Social X. Fear, which it would be forget everything and walk. So, Fiawa? Yeah, Fiawa. Fiaw? Fiaw? Fiaw. Yeah. So, I'm on team Fiaw. Turn that, turn that run into a walk. Um, but just trying to do things to be active and like, and just taking advantage of things like kickball is back. So like tonight I play kickball and I'm going to go hard because I'm the greatest first baseman in kickball history. Shout out to my team. Kips in. Gang, gang. We out here going to win the championship for the people. Sorry, I got side. Kickball gets me sidetracked, you know. No, I, but, I see that. But, um, but what's awesome is I'm really starting to see changes in my body based on doing this. Cause I've been doing it now for like two months. 
he has also shared that with me. And I'm like, now keep in mind, you know, our colleague Mac. So Mac, Lindsay, and David also have a podcast on the podcast network. But Mac during COVID has just really like glued up. Oh yeah, he's tense of glow up. He's glued up, right? (laughs) Like he's lost weight. He's getting like more shredded than a Julianne salad (laughs) from Tropic Thunder. (laughs) 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 So I get a call from Antoine, and he's like, "Um, "Yeah, like I'm getting, I'm getting in shape. I'm about to be out here this summer." And I'm like, "Wait, y'all can't leave me like." The chubby girl always gets eaten, like mm-hmm. right, like you can't leave a, you can't leave a chubby girl behind. Like I gotta get myself together too. So I've been, I literally just made my grocery list, and I don't know if you guys know it, but I love ordering online. So I just got my text saying that you know they got my items and whatever. So I'm really excited about tonight I'm going and getting my groceries, and you know I'm trying to do this whole coming off a of dairy thing and just you know learning more about. Um, anti-inflammatory foods to help with my illnesses but yes Antoine has been very serious about getting his body together so I don't know I mean you guys might we might do a thirst trap photo shoot of just imagining KE staff that may happen I'm getting there I thirst trap for the arts yeah the fundraiser let's talk about something serious how was your work group meeting yesterday so i don't even think we have enough time to talk about it but so i almost feel like that should be part two of this conversation because we have so much to talk about so i think we come back with our next podcast because we're we're low on time today we come back next next week and we talk about Antoine's work group and the 50 arts and cultural interventions that he's going to be doing around the city. And if you guys know Antoine, you know he's already gotten to work. And we can talk about what we did in my work group, which was power mapping and the importance of understanding where those intersections are, you know, mm-hmm. who we have in the system, who we need, and what our plan is to get there. Sweet. So look out for part two of this conversation because it's going to be coming at you like Cleopatra. Cleopatra coming Coming at at you. (laughs) (laughs) Cleopatra coming at you. Did you know that Madonna signed them? No, no, I didn't. didn't. Yes, that's how that album came out. They were signed to her label, Maverick. High fire. That's what I'm like. Thanks for listening to Black Imagination with Kanita and I. Black Imagination is a part of the Imagine MKE Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe and rate five stars because we are Black Excellent. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Imagine underscore MKE or on Facebook at Imagine MKE. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.